Hi there, it's me again. How are you? This time she got some company. <laughs> you couldn't wait for me to introduce you? Nah. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> I think I've rubbed off on you over the years. I'm just like, excuse me, let me be known up in this bitch. A little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness, friends. We have some new equipment that we are fucking around with and trying to create a better experience for you. Um, I think Oscar is more excited about it than I am. I get a little overwhelmed with gadgets and shit. <laughs> He's been pressing buttons and getting things to work since he got home. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, toys as adults have gotten way better than toys as kids. Facts. I don't know if this is true for y'all, but this is totally true for us. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's cool. Definitely better than fucking 99 cent store Barbie dolls that I used to have. What kind of toys did you have as a kid? Do you even remember? Um, I had like the Hot Wheels and then like the action figures. I remember having like a Batman action figure and then having like a real like, it was like, I don't know, I had to be taller than a foot, like tall Batman. It was pretty awesome. Did you drag it around with you? I did. (laughs) I don't know if I took it, like, everywhere, but it was my favorite toy for a minute. Aw, baby. Oh, my God. I haven't even told you guys who this is. This is Oscar. Some of you may recognize his voice. Um, for those of you that haven't met him, this is Boo Thang. It's future baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you blushing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I asked him to come on to the podcast today just as a guest because, one, I need to figure out how to work this whole mic setup for multiple people. She wants my technical abilities is really what she's saying. Is pretty much what I needed. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes you and I have some pretty nice conversations out loud. It'd be nice to record it and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What do you got there, babe? Got what? In front of you. My dad break. <laughs> why don't you why don't you walk our friends through your setup? What you like, what you actually what you prefer. We're talking weed? Well yeah, we're talking Let's do it. <laughs> um I prefer dabs, oil concentrates, um BHO, water hash, all that stuff. I'm probably talking gibberish to a whole lot of people. Yeah, like, what does that mean? Um, So that's really just the extract of the cannabis plant, so no actual green plant matter. It's just the oils and the trichomes, the uh, terpenes, the essential oils, everything that has, uh, called the smells, and kind of the aromatherapy aspect of cannabis, Mm. Um, as well as all of the THC and the CBD and the CBG and all the other known compounds. Nice. And why do you prefer to smoke concentrates over flour? It's faster and it's cleaner. So That I agree to. I take a dab and it takes me a minute to two minutes to take a dab, you know, where I'm kind of just ingesting a concentrated amount in a very short amount of time versus, you know, taking the time to roll a joint or roll a blunt and then go outside and smoke it and then that's more of a process that's more of I don't know kind of a communal thing you know 
and, and that takes time 15 20 30 minutes you know so if you like to indulge throughout the day like I do um, <laughs> a quicker more effective approach is more is more uh, You just prefer it? I just prefer it, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm with it. Yeah. I and definitely it, it feel better. a lot better with you smoking out of a dab rig than you did smoking like joints or bl- blunts in the house after like the third time. I was like, absolutely not. You can't do it anymore. And I think what the difference in that that you prefer is the combustion is where when I was actually smoking the organic plant matter and the herbs, our house filled up with smoke, whereas now the vapor kind of dissipates it's more of a vapor than an actual smoke there's no combustion so the vapor Mm -hmm. dissipates rather quickly and there's also not that that heaviness that haziness of the smoke yeah it was almost like a soot in the air yes um that i think i was hypersensitive to because i would like walk in the house and i'd be like did you fucking smoke in here today and you were like uh Yeah, you smell it, obviously. You're like, shit, do I admit to it? Like, she's already mad. (laughs) But it's it's definitely a more pleasant experience, I think, for both of us. You get what you want out of smoking, you know, whatever oil you have that day. But also, I don't have to deal with, like, that lingering smell that makes my stomach turn. And it's more flavorful. I feel like the smoke takes away from the actual taste and, and the flavor of the actual individual strain the essential oils that they produce yeah i think it wasn't until you got into concentrates that i really started to taste the difference in the different um flowers and strains yeah. it's much more palpable now when you can just have it i guess without any of that other filtration mm-hmm. it's cool yeah weed <laughs> your fave I was just thinking that today when I was driving earlier to you. I was like, weed is synonymous to Oscar in my world. <laughs> like, the, the one is the other. There's no one that I know who I think understands it or relates to the plant the way that you do. And it's really cool. It's fascinating. I'm all, like constantly learning. I'm just like, even after all these years, you like constantly bring new information. And I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> you know, and it's a little crazy now that you're saying that because I'm just now starting to kind of grasp that aspect of myself. Like so many of my peers at work and outside of work, like come to me for information about it, how to grow it, uh, about how to use it, about how to process it, about, you know, different aspects of, of it all together. And, and it's, I mean, it's kind of cool to kind of understand something so well to have so many different people from so many different walks of life kind of come into me to kind of simplify things for them a little bit yeah well you're an expert that's kind of i think you play down your expertise a lot but when people engage in conversation with you 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 within like five minutes can tell that your understanding is at a much elevated level than you think the general population and it's cool that you get to educate people about something that is so complex and so beneficial um, and I think very misunderstood. I think that's the biggest thing is the, the misunderstanding, especially coming from our parents' cultures and, and back in the days and how 
it was stigmatized in mainstream culture in the mainstream media and, and how it was made to look bad you know the whole reefer madness and all of that stuff and, and even coming the stories you hear from like our family members and our relatives where you know people would get chased out of town or people would get killed if they were known mm -hmm. to be a cannabis user or a marijuana user you know mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't even like that term marijuana because that term was coined to oppress people of color both black and brown and, and to be able to come after us when ronald reagan did declare the war on drugs and all of that mm -hmm. stuff so it's kind of playing into that when we use that word so i i try to be very uh, what's the word mindful about even the words that i use to describe the plant, I like to use cannabis over marijuana all the time. Interesting. Oh my gosh, there's so much I want to unpack in what you just said. <laughs> Holy fuck. I didn't know the conversation was going here. Oh well. Um, <laughs> you said something that was really interesting about our cultural background and how that plant was perceived and presented to us, I would say, because all I knew about the plant, I'm going to call it marijuana, but I know you just told me not to use that word. <laughs> okay, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> like, I grew up thinking that it was something super dangerous. Do not even try it. It's going to, like, turn you into a very lazy person who doesn't do anything with their lives. And I was like, wow, stay away. Got it. And I was thinking about this again earlier when I was driving. I was driving to see you. And I was thinking about your mom and I was like, yo, like yesterday was so wild for me because we were just in the backyard passing a joint and she like didn't say anything about it. She didn't flinch, even though I know inside she was probably like, these motherfuckers got some <laughs> nerve like, sparking one up before we're going to dinner in my face because we know she doesn't like it. Absolutely. But there was something really beautiful about that moment because in that in that particular instance, I was like, wow. I truly see her just accepting you and accepting, I guess, me partially in our hobbies and our differences and not trying to be judgmental about it. Because I think it's, we fucking hear it all the time. Like, I mean, just got on as I am. No, I think that definitely was, you know, I, and I didn't even pick up on that, to be very honest, you know, for her to kind of just be in the moment with us, hang out with us and not say anything and, and mm -hmm. not bring it up like that, that. I think that definitely shows a lot of growth in her and acceptance for, you know, us and yeah. New new age kids, I guess. That shit's wild. <laughs> I would I would never fucking smoke in front of my parents. Like I mean, how many times did my mom beat me growing up because I was smoking weed or or she caught me with a nugget in my pocket or a pipe in my pocket or even a lighter in my pocket. Like, what are you using this for? I already know. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and then, you know, now as an adult, you know, 30 years old and having her be around me while I'm smoking, having her come and visit my garden, you know, and see all these yeah. plants growing, having her, you know, see my work and see this huge... 40,000 square foot warehouse full of weed plants, you know, and just the level of acceptance and how it's changed and how the stigma has changed over the plant, you know, like you mentioned, 
you know, your view of it, you know, be, it would turn you into a lazy person that didn't want to do anything and that mm -hmm. was unsuccessful and that just never probably moved out of their parents' house type thing. Yeah. You know, but... Just then, a low life. And then you have, like, the complete opposite picture where you see somebody that is like me, where, mm -hmm. like, I work how many hours out of the day. I don't plop myself on the couch and sit there all day and I'm not a low life, you know what I mean? Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of cool to paint that picture to everyone else out there as well like the stoners aren't the lazy unsuccessful people like you can't correlate those two together yeah it's yes some lazy and unsuccessful people may be stoners mm -hmm. but it's not because they're stoners right i, I think is a, is a big deal you know how many how many people come home and you know drink a beer or two or three or four every night you know what i mean and they don't have any issues and it's not a problem sure but even over the long term it becomes a physiological issue where the body rejects it you know you have cirrhosis of the liver you have all of the other stuff where it yeah. actually physically affects your body whereas cannabis hasn't shown that same type of detriment over time right especially if you go mm -hmm. to the healthiest form of ingestion where you extract it and then you eat it and you ingest it like mm -hmm. now you're not going through your lungs you're not harming the body in that way and you're able to still uh take advantage of the medicinal and health benefits of the plant that's freaking wild isn't it <laughs> it's so cool the more you know the more, i'm telling you babe like you constantly teach me more and more about something that i in my mind think like a, have a pretty good understanding of Maybe it's just the Virgo in you. I don't know. You tend to fucking analyze shit. And I'm just like, what the... F you make sense. <laughs> you always make sense. I'm just like, who has time to think this much? <laughs> you do, obviously. All, all, all the little pieces, they just fall into place. <laughs> How do you feel about these new microphones? These things are pretty dope. Are you having fun doing this? Is this weird for you? Is this interesting? I mean, it's a little bit weird. It's the first time I've uh, did a podcast, recorded a conversation. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> your phone going off, not helping our situation. You should have told me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you want to hear a, a little insight I came across the other day? Yes. I don't know if it was like a day or two ago, but yeah. Oh my goodness, you guys. Oscar just, <laughs> Oscar just motioned to me with his fingers like, can I take a dab while you talk? <laughs> yes, friend, do you. It is okay. I have to ask if it was acceptable. It's fine. Just please don't cough into the microphone. I won't, I won't. Our friends do not want to hear that cacophony. Um, oh, but as I was saying... I had this very interesting revelation. So Oscar and I just hit our seven-year anniversary, and we decided to go out to dinner. Dinner was great. Dinner was fucking tasty. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. There's something about pasta that just makes me so happy. Like, it's one of my favorite things to eat. So anyway, we went to grab uh, Italian food over in, where was that? Hollywood? West Hollywood? I think so. Somewhere over there. Um, and 
I don't think we were like in the best mood when we got to dinner. And we were both kind of like trying to be <laughs> like nice and like tiptoed around it. And then I asked a question of, you know, what's one of your favorite memories from like the last year that we've had together? And for a moment, like we were both kind of looking at each other like, what the fuck? Like a good memory? I don't fucking know. And then you told me to pull up my calendar. And I was like, where were we at this at this point last year? Because we usually celebrate our anniversaries like somehow. And that's when we figured out we were in uh, Valle de Guadalupe. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, instantly our attitude changed. Like, we were like, oh, my God, do you remember? We were out there. We were fucking drinking wine. We was getting drunk. <laughs> we was eating so freaking good. Ooh, that was, oh, my gosh. I think that was one of my favorite restaurant experiences. Like, top 10 easily. It was nice. It was like, let's paint a picture for them. So... Think about being like in like the middle of a farm, but surrounded by vineyards and and the farmhouse is kind of like up on a hill and the vineyards are slightly lower and the sun was kind of like setting Mm -hmm. down across the mountains. So you got this really cool like light coming in through the valley. It was it was amazing. It was so beautiful. You got like the uh, farm dogs running around. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was probably one of our one of the best trips we've ever taken. And it's literally like three hours away. Was it that close? Yeah. It was in Ensenada, right? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe like three, three and a half hours. But it was so interesting to me how like in that moment, our memories were clouded by our current emotions. Like when I first asked the question, we were both like, uh, fuck, I don't, mm, <laughs> a good memory from this year? Uh... And then the minute we, like, changed our perspective and just kind of put ourselves back in where we were a year ago at that point, we were both like, oh, my gosh, that was great. We're so- oh, man, I love you. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy how we have those moments where we're just like, I don't know, like, you and I fucking suck together sometimes. <laughs> and then we have these realizations of like, oh, no, we actually are good together. <laughs> <laughs> no is that just me no I agree I <laughs> sorry let's finish up my dad yeah I saw <clears throat> did you enjoy that I did that peanut, was... peanut butter breath peanut butter breath that one's bomb so bomb I think you did a fantastic job with that flower oh my gosh I wish we had the falcon nine is good but there's something about that peanut butter breath that just makes it so like light and airy I'm just like I could take probably like two dabs back to back out of that one but baby dabs not your dabs not my dabs yours are more of nuggets nuggets baby dabs (laughs) crumbs I don't know what you want to call them but they're like they're thick. So like three, three or four year dabs equal one of mine? Yeah. Ish. Which brings me back to what you were saying earlier. How the hell you smoke so much and can remain like focused and like pretty energetic throughout the day? I've your tolerance, bro. Like I don't know how you do it. Practice. <laughs> I take anything more than 30 milligrams and I'm just like, goodbye, everyone. I will be going to sleep now. Good night. (laughs) 
got shit to do. I know. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the process. I baby, but you like you love to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know about love, <laughs> but I love the outcome. I that yeah, my hard work. But. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm just good on the outcome. Like I don't really want to do the work part. <laughs> I'm always thinking, like, what is? what are some things I can do? See, my Virgo mind <laughs> understands that without the process, there is no outcome. So I got to be in the process. I got to live in the process. I got to enjoy the process. Because if I do that, the outcome will always keep on coming. Ugh. You're so logical. <laughs> you make sense. Like I said, you always make sense. It always keeps on coming. I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did I make sense or hate the process? Both. <laughs> Learn to love both. What would you say has changed for you now that you're in your 30s? Ooh. I don't know. Now that I'm in my 30s, what has changed? I think... I feel a little bit of my confidence, like knowing, see, I feel like before, like I knew how valuable, how effective, how smart, how much I can get shit done. But like now, like I understand it. Like, I feel like I'm starting to really understand my value and who I am as a person uh, versus just. I don't know. Seeing it but not quite believing it, I guess. Yeah. Do you know what I call that? What's that? Knowing something mentally and then learning it emotionally. Because I think it's easy for us to understand something or... What's the word? Um, Like resolve something in our mind, but to actually feel it and actually live it out, it's very different. And I think that when you go through that process of like knowing something in your head and finally feeling it or like living it day in and day out, it does something for you. Yeah, some some changes. The way you see things, the way that you move, the way that you act, the way that you talk to people, like Yeah. I would say that that confidence definitely has flourished in you in the last couple of years, maybe like the last two years. Hey, just say my thirty second birthday. Oh my gosh, I know. By the way, do y'all want to know? I fucking threw Oscar the coolest living room birthday party. And this motherfucker did not show up. He literally came home and passed out. He was so tired. Just slept. (laughs) We went to bed at like 6 o'clock to take a nap. And then you left me to go work out, mm-hmm. and I didn't wake up till the next day at like eight forty-five, nine in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> you just slept through that party. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was trying to be sweet and cute. We got the party the other night. The next night, <laughs> it's not the same. It's the same. I need a little bit of rest. I need a little reset. You made a fucking parada. So if I end up publishing this, um, it would be my fifth episode. 
Do you know what five represents in numerology? I do not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I do. <laughs> no. It represents freedom. Oh. Yeah. My name vibrates at a five. So Jessica got of the nest. Remember, symbolizes freedom. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Here's my closing question for you as my first time guest. <laughs> what does freedom look like to you at this point in your life? Damn. Hit me with the good questions. What does freedom look like for me right now? I don't know. I think I think freedom for me would be the ability to choose what and when I want to do things. Not having to get up to go to work. I definitely know that. <laughs> Told you I don't love it. <laughs> um do you have anything in your life right now where you feel like you get to experience some freedom? Yeah, definitely. Um, like what? You know, my little small business I got going. I used to do everything all by myself. And, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, we've experienced a little bit of growth. So, you know, I'm being able to pay for some help and hire people to give me a hand, you know, coworkers from work as well, you know, that I can kind of bless with a little extra money for helping me and I can also teach them you know a little something extra as well that's so true that's right that is a different level of freedom that you've got what maybe like in the last year yeah right about in the last year I've been able to kind of step away from a lot of the more like arduous tasks mm-hmm. um, so yeah definitely that's one one aspect that's really cool I like that Especially since you get to put some money in other people's pockets. I've always said that's the biggest blessing you can fucking do. For is sure. help somebody learn how to make some money. For sure. Like, make money on their own. Mm-hmm. Teach a skill set that they can replicate. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome, baby. Yeah. Do you want to say anything to our friends before we go? Um... Thank you for listening to us. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I uh, advise you to continue to tune in. Jessica's got a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom, you know, whether it be from this life or previous lives that she can tap into. And uh, I think it's uh, good for us to be able to help each other out in life and through tough times and everything. Oh, baby. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. You'll be back. I'm sh- I'm Invading sure I'm all my motherfucking microphone space. I can see it now. Y'all, be ready. Be ready. All of it. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.